Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 615 of Sonic Talk. This is the podcast to do with uh, music technology and production and kind of frankly almost anything else we care to think of at the moment because we're all in this lockdown. I, I Actually, I think this is probably episode three or four of lockdown episode. I think it might be episode four lockdown. So... Use it as a marker. If, as many people are finding that they lose track of time, you can use the count of the Sonic Talk episodes perhaps as a way of figuring out what week you're in. Because uh, <laughs> like, it's like being at Christmas at the moment. You forget what day it is, I mean, easily, because there's, there's no there's no demarcation. Anyway, well, welcome, everybody, and thank you very much for joining us. I hope you're all doing okay out there. Uh, we're, we're, we're all bearing up, and we've got a new set of guests for you this week, uh, a new brace. I always thought brace was three, but I'm told it's only two, so I... I I've been using that wrongly all my life. Uh, but anyway, so uh, welcome. Like I say, I want to say thank you very much to Isotope. Isotope will be giving away a copy of Ozone 9 Advanced, which will help you finish your tracks if you're using your spare time to maybe uh, finish a bunch of things. You might want to tweak them, finally master them through Ozone 9 or any other... Um, part of that process through Ozone 9. Anyway, um, let's say hello to everybody. We'll start, and I think I'm going to start in the middle this time, because we've got Mr. Mark Tinley, Sonus Magus in Glastonbury, where he... Uh, hello. Hey, how are you, Mark? People have been asking after you, so we're, we're, we're glad we've got you hello. in person. Yes, they have, yes. I'm, are you okay? I'm not dead or anything. Yeah, no. not dead. I'm definitely okay. Excellent. I, I liked your. I did actually ring you up a few weeks, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, your answer phone message was sort of talking about if you've got stuff with the shop, you know, blah blah blah. Um, you know, of course, we'll get back to you unless, of course, I'm dead, which I thought was uh, <laughs> was direct and to the point. <laughs> given, given, I guess you must have left that since this all happened. But you know, we'll we'll dwell on I, the good no, I stuff, think it's right? Been on there a while, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just happened to come into sync. So, Mark, yeah. I guess you're not you're not working in the shop because the shop was probably not open, being a sort of non-key worker although i wouldn't one could argue mm, i that... had a plan oh did you I had a plan what I have did, you been up to I did have a plan well the government said that if you're a bicycle shop you can stay open and i used to fix up bicycles when i was a kid so i thought all oh, right okay fair enough i'll just turn my music shop into a bicycle and music shop because if you think about it yamaha that geezer he started off building bicycles and then motorcycles then musical instruments so i thought i could just reverse that timeline a bit go back to my childhood uh, so I bought lots of bits of bicycle stuff and put a bicycle in my window. And then I thought, I am 57 years old. I do have high blood pressure. Do I really want to go and catch this thing? And, and then I kind of got a bit paranoid and then started writing music instead. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, that's I, all right. That's I good. Have, I have... I have offered to repair bicycles in my town for free, though. So if anybody wants a bicycle repaired and they live in Glastonbury, contact me and I will mend it for you. I will come and collect it in my little that, van and fix it up. Oh, actually, that's meant, mended, not circuit bent, right? Not or circuit bent. Well, I do know a guy with a welder. And I, when I was a kid, I used to build bicycles out of all different bits that I got from the dump. And I used to put big wheels on the back and front and do the opposite of penny farthings and paint half of it pink and put all sorts of weird stuff on them. So, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you might get something unusual back. You never know. Well, actually, there's that guy's there. Look, my no computer who made a synth bank, a synth bike. In fact, I think he made two synth bikes. There's synth bike one and synth bike two, which enabled you to be play a synth while, uh, maybe even generate some synth signals while cycling. So there's always that you could look at. Ooh. So, yeah, you know, never know. Why I not? I play slide guitar and ride a bicycle at the same time. I'm quite adept at that. That sounds uh, extremely dangerous. Again. But it, <laughs> when you get to the corner at the bottom of the high street, you have to put your hands back on the handlebars and brake, otherwise you're going to lose the ball. Wow, okay. Well, I, uh, there's there's probably a video in that somewhere, but perhaps just 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 think of your safety and others, obviously, while attempting that. Anybody at home? <laughs> well, uh, let's uh, let's move on to another guest. Uh, that chortling you heard there in the background was Mr. Rich Hilton. Mr. Rich Hilton, who uh, we haven't. I don't think we spoke to you since you were about to go on tour. Or you were on tour, and then then obviously that got. Or okay. maybe maybe yeah, not. Yeah, but yeah. then you and then they 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 yeah. brought it to an end, and you all came back, and we're waiting for it all to. To come over, so you've been you've been off the road, not on the road. Yeah, for more than a month now. Ah, wow! Yeah, Has it been that yeah, long? I did open it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I came home the twelfth of March. Um, wow. Okay. And have hardly, I haven't really contacted anybody outside of this house. I've been outside of the house in the car. I haven't uh, fortunately had to do any of the shopping. My dear, lovely wife is doing very quick and safe shopping runs for us. And uh, 
so far so good yeah <laughs> so I, I mean i get i mean this is the one thing that's been a, i was talking to this in the sort of pre-show this sort of perennial issue that you know, most of people in our industry who or who are maybe involved in making music uh you know or have home studios are kind of used to this isolation concept so it's not it's not completely uh alien it's something that you know one can adjust a bit close you're, you're you're already halfway there in many cases so it's it's a little easier than perhaps it is for somebody who's got a very sociable job and out amongst people all the time so that's one blessing i guess although if you're playing to you know a hundred thousand people a night then that's a bit different obviously you miss you, i bet you miss that buzz yeah, right i miss, miss 999.8 percent of them yes <laughs> um <laughs> i miss i miss most of all the playing of the music and i try not to dwell on it too much yeah because uh, gosh i don't know when they're going to allow these large public events to occur again. And I didn't really want to start the show with this, but uh, no, that's fair enough. It's, it's um, yeah, yeah. I agree that uh, we're well suited to the isolation thing. And chances are, if you got really good at something that involves doing it alone, that you've already practiced social isolation quite a bit in your life, because it's part of what it takes to get good. Yeah. at something like that. So um, there's some of that, but it's, odd seeing of course it's odd seeing the world in the state it's in and with the streets empty and everything else and that's exactly what we need to do right now to try to get this thing under control and there's so much absolutely and doubt and misinformation and worry and seeds are being planted of all kinds of stupid conspiracies and it's i, I would just like us, take it off. <laughs> and you what? know what uh, what sorry what be careful not to mention any of them because YouTube will remove it. Yeah, no, we, we, no, I, I well, I'll tell I you won't. one thing that, one, one other positive thing that I, I, well, positive observation that I made is because I've had to, uh, I, I commute to work because I'm working here alone. So that's kind of okay. But it, it feels like I'm in my 1970s childhood when there were no cars or people on the streets yeah, yeah. in summer holidays. It's sort of, it's like this real sort of nostalgic kick, which is kind of quite sweet in a way, but uh, obviously different circumstances. Anyway, we should also say hello to Mr. Ty Unwin, who has joined us there. In fact, is that a, is that a Polly and Seek um, t-shirt? Yes. Ah. Well, your bandwidth yeah. has improved because yeah. it's not breaking up the image now. We can handle the pixels. We can handle the pixels, oh, folks. Good. <laughs> Uh, How are you? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all right. I mean, it's just the signal may be even worse today because for some reason, no one's mentioned why, but for some reason, the entire world is using the internet. And me with my poor <laughs> signal in the middle of nowhere, uh, I think the signal may be even worse. Selfish gits. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's well. I, um, I've been I've been writing to the government to get priority traffic, um, but you know, so far I've had no responses <laughs> to any of it. But hey, we're doing really. Oh, oh. Yeah. I mean, all all I all all I do is I just I just, any any time that I'm on with Mark, I just I just sit there with my mouth open, thinking, oh, I'd love to be in Mark's world, because he's just bonkers. I mean, in the <laughs> nicest possible, kindest way, but but you are. No one, no one says it, but you are adorably bonkers. I'm quite um, a lot of people do actually. <laughs> oh, in which case, I'll just join the queue then. <laughs> yeah, join the queue. I don't mind. It's fine. Well, um, so, do you know? Do you know what? Right at this moment, I think everyone needs a bit of bonkers in their life. That's for sure. So. Yes, well, uh, we're, we're some of us are getting it um, just because that's the way that you naturally become after such a long time in your uh, own company, um, and some aren't, or in the company of people that you're not always in the company with, twenty four seven. So you know those are th those are difficult challenges. Anyway, let's uh, let's get on to something um, immediate. I, I didn't do this last week because uh, it hadn't been announced, but the official trailer for Superbooth Home Edition is out. Speaking this of bonkers. Home edition. Home. This is home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Superbooth is the best show of the year. It's easy oh, I know to him. say that. Superbooth 20 Home Edition is on, and that's a kind of virtual version. We will be posting product demos, virtual booth tours. I promise I'll wear a, I'll wear a clean t-shirt next time. Surprises around the date. <laughs> and we'll be doing a special reserve stream during the time that Superbooth would have been. It will be like walking from booth to booth with manufacturers jumping in and out and random encounters with some of your favorite people in synthesis. Here is Peter from Amazon.de. 
Und am 23. erfahrt ihr dann, was genau sich hinter dieser kleinen Aktion verbirgt. Close the cassette and cut it in a horizontal line. <lacht> Why ever not? Yeah, they're going to be posting a whole bunch of stuff. It's going to be uh, hopefully good. Oh, that looks nice. And afterwards, we'll have whiskey with a bunch of friends. And hopefully you. See you there. Excellent. So yeah, that's uh, the Superbooth trailer. I shot a couple of things which they unfortunately they cut between the two i thought the first one was not going to be used so anyway anyway it doesn't really matter who cares um so yes uh, that's what i've been doing the last uh five six days um uh filming stuff to be ready for super Booth. so um that's why perhaps i might have missed occasional bits of news but uh, it'll be on and uh, we'll hopefully bring you some other interesting stuff as well and i've i'm stopping asking people to get in touch if they haven't already because we've got loads and loads of people and i'm hoping to get them all in but no seriously if you've got something that you want to show uh some exciting new scoop hopefully then uh, do get in touch and we'll see if we can shoot a remote video and uh, that'll be all the fun that we can have um I'm going to throw this one in very brief, briefly because this came out today, and I don't know how many Electron people there are in um, amongst us, but uh, Electron Overbridge 2 came out today. And that is actually a really big deal because this is the... Um, we've been waiting. Yeah, we've been waiting. This is the thing that... Uh, it's a really clever piece of technology that has obviously been uh, very difficult to get, and it's about aggregating USB devices in the Electron ecosphere. Not all of the devices, but some of them will all talk, and you get uh, individual outputs, and you get great sort of big graphical editing for all of them, and, and it opens up a lot of this Electron stuff, perhaps to people who find it hard to work, you know, in that way. But not only that, but you can bring all of these audio channels in across multiple devices, and it works for Digitact, Digitone, Digitone Keys, Analog Rhythm, Mark 1 and Mark 2, Analog 4, Mark 1, Mark 2, Analog Heat, Mark 1, Mark 2, and Analog Keys. Um, sadly, not the new one, not the Cycles and, uh, and stuff, but that's actually been announced today, and I know it's been... It's been such a lot of work, and I, did, I, I know I didn't put it in the notes, but I sort of wanted to uh, just put a nod to it, because it's actually some news that came out. Um, has anyone, any of you guys Electron people that would care to comment? Because I, I don't use Electron stuff. I, I think, uh, Mark, you looked at well, the... Uh, oh, you looked at the... Uh, no, okay, <laughs> Ty, <laughs> I'll come to I've you. Have you? What have you got? Uh, uh, the ones that work with this, I've only got the, uh, the uh, analog heat and the uh, rhythm. Ah, Not okay. One. Yeah. Heat's pretty, yeah, the heat's um, Yeah, so the heat and the, the, the rhythm. And, and I, I'm trying to think now. I'm sure I tried the uh, version one and gave up. It just wasn't... No, it, it didn't really do it the job, did it? Work. It, it didn't work. It wasn't good. And so, I mean, I think they realised that. And they announced... But they've announced two ages ago. And they announced it and everyone's just been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, so if it, if it's out and actually works now, I, I have to, I always say this about the Electron stuff. It's not my favorite because we, we know all about the Electron. You have to adapt to the way it works, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, I, I, I can't, it doesn't, it doesn't work the way my head works. And so, although I admire what they could do in terms of sound, in terms of function, um sometimes i find them incredibly frustrating i've got a machine drum sps or whatever as well it's the same thing you know, what what they can do is great but the way that it, it just doesn't line up with my head so i kind of i don't use them that much to, to be fair the 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 analog heat is fantastic i use that all the time but yeah that, um, that, that, that could yeah. Like, yeah it does apparently yeah, it just sounds great and that means you can run it with Overbridge. You can run it as a sort of plugin, can't you? Across uh, yeah, DAW exactly. tracks and stuff. So yeah, and it means yeah. you can so save and record presets. 
if that works, that will get a lot more. I, I was, I've been using that this week, actually. I, I had a, we'll come on to the, what we've been using and doing, but yeah, I, 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 so I used the analog heat uh, this week uh, and it sounds gorgeous. I mean, you know, beautiful piece of kit. So if you could use that as a plugin, that'd be great. Yeah. I know, Rich, do you, are you Fingers doing crossed. any, are you got any electron stuff going on in your life? Analog heat is something that seems to be creeping into a lot of people's workflows just because it's, it's a make everything sound great box. It's one of those things that really does do the, yeah, you're nodding. So I'm guessing that's a yes. Yeah, it's a mojo box. Yeah. Yeah. You get, you get, mo it's how you have a, how much mojo knob on it or something. You know, it, it, I was the most curious to hear about that one. So I was really glad that my dear friend Ty decided to uh, expound on that subject. Um, I am interested in that product. I've used at one time analog four. they, they sent me one to try out and, uh, I get it. It's really actually an incredibly powerful thing. All their instruments are ridiculously powerful and very clever and all have their own sort of quirky little ecosystem that you'd have to adapt to in order to operate them effectively. And, uh, and some of them have incredibly tiny little holes in the fence of their gigantic construction site of what's inside. <laughs> yeah, that, that's you know, true. <laughs> tiny, you know, the little display thing. Um, so fighting the little display thing in the otherwise not necessarily initially intuitive architecture gives it a learning curve. But I found myself really liking it over a period of time. Whether I was willing to part with thousands of dollars to find out over what period of time that was going to continue to flourish was another question. But yeah. I did spend a fair amount of time with the thing, and I quite liked it. And I've seen, I've been following along with their other products, and I think they're very clever. I think they make some very cool things, and I think a creative person with these things in their arsenal could do amazing work. If uh, they yeah, chose to. and they do indeed. They do. I know, Mark. You, you're the only you were looked. At, you looked at the was it analog four analog keys? I can't remember what it was. It, we, yeah, was you, a, you had a look at it. You were going to review it, but it it didn't work out yeah. for whatever reason. But I mean, it sounded it's great. Because I didn't couldn't it? work out how it worked. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Well, I kind of oh, I knew my way around it, and then every time you do something, it there's another. But it's not like it's not logical how you get back into things. It's almost like you kind of like go around here and then you go in that way. It's so right. Yeah, it's quir so quirky. It's like, I think it's quirky. In, computer, in computers, everything's hierarchical. This, the workings of that felt more like a flat field database where you could like literally get into anywhere from somewhere else, and you. It, so there was no. I couldn't make a map of it in my head of how it worked properly. So it sounded bloody brilliant. It sounded amazing think, on, through my system, but in terms of operability, I think I needed like another three months with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. To understand it. Yeah. No, but I, I think, I think that's right. I think the the way that I look at the electron stuff is really simple. If if a if you've got the time and this is your centerpiece, your 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 kind of setup is based around this bit of gear as, as a kind of central element of it and you've got the time to invest in it you look at what it can do and how it sounds and they're amazing bits of gear incredibly deep and, and you can get incredibly fantastic results and you watch people that just fly around them and you know that that's just muscle memory and you know yeah. that they've given it the months of time to do this and in that context they're fantastic what for me they're less good at is if you've got a setup and you're trying to then bring them into add on to and work yeah. alongside with that it's not that kind of product but if this is your centerpiece and you've got the time i think they're amazing bits of, of yeah amazing yeah, but, absolutely agree with that yeah mm. okay well um i just thought i'd throw that in there i know it wasn't it was off piste as it were but i wanted to throw that in there and i believe i, I believe it's free uh if i'm i hope i've got that right because i'd hate to be saying it is, that, I think. Yeah. It is free yeah okay yeah. so uh but it only works it works with dig attack digitone digitone keys uh uh, analog rhythm mark one and two analog four analog heat uh analog keys so there we go all right so um i started off with some sort of evergreen topics because as usual there's there's not actually that much news and i was sort of i, I threw down some ideas and um i'm wondering any of them specifically we got one of them was uh, any previously undiscovered instruments you've appreciated more since you've had the time and i'm wondering uh whether anybody's maybe you could uh, raise your hand if that's the topic we should go with next there we go we got two of those at least so uh let's start with uh you mark because we haven't no no that's not mark oh, that's mark because you put your hand up. Um, so previously undiscovered instruments, right? 
Yeah. Um, so I'll give you some background. So I was, I'm, I'm in my shop. People are going, what's that harmonica like, mate? And I'm like going, I don't know. I think they're all right. Nobody's ever brought one back. <coughs> so I started to learn the harmonica. <laughs> That's a great line. I got reasonable. <laughs> I got reasonable at it. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm going to use that. No uh, one's ever then, brought one back. Okay, so, carry on. So having... Having having thought like this pocket instrument is something I can carry about with me. I can just have it wherever I am. Um, I came up with the notion that actually I've already got an instrument here that I can take with me wherever I go. And I started having singing lessons. And what's happened in this silence is my singing teacher always stands opposite me and goes, Mark, you're the only person I've ever coached who I have to tell to sing quieter. And I couldn't get what she was on about, but now I've discovered, so the undiscovered instrument is really out of the silence, because I sing when I'm walking the dog and practice then, is that I can't do it as loud at the moment, because if I do it, I'm just disturbing everybody's dog for about two minutes. So I, if I sing really quietly, I can sing like with a like real kind of like, like fire, like that kind of funky soul voice with an edge, quieter than my talking voice and i hadn't i didn't know that that was possible before and it's about something to do with the support here so i'm discovering that instrument and enjoying it and ah. uh and uh, improving my uh ability to use that instrument and i'm like going where why the hell didn't i have singing lessons when i was like 14 or something um so and i'm really appreciating it because oh, that's, well, that's that good I that's can, great i can, I can do like loads of different voices and probably not just straight off the cuff but there you go so that's what that's you've been that's, that, that's really good <laughs> well, no that it's what really i've just, cool. yeah, really just cool. envisaged but i've just envisaged mark walking the dog in this through the quiet country grass glastonbury streets going yep. on top of his voice going fire <laughs> at the top of his voice yeah. walking the dog <laughs> you know everyone yeah. looking out the window calling the fire brigades <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I, well, the other one I do is play that funky music, which is kind of okay around here. Oh, okay, that's all right. yeah. Well, look, I tell you what, um, that's really interesting, and I'll, I'll, I'll plug. I'll also plug for a quiz because one thing that lots of people are doing at the moment is quizzes online. And our local uh, bar had uh, a Sunday quiz, and the quiz master is called Scott. And Scott has been learning throat singing in this downtime, which is a really sort of random thing oh, to learn. Cool. We hasn't. Wow. And what he does is wow. he does a, a, he, a there's a there's a Facebook group which you can anybody can join. Let's get the numbers up because it's great fun anyway and he does do not a bad quiz at all uh might be quite uk centric but uh it's called if you look for velo lounge quiz group on facebook and ask to join it it's on sunday nights at uh, 8 p.m on a, a uk time uh, but scott has been trying to learn how to throat sing and he hasn't been we have everybody keeps going go on show us some show us some and he's going no no i haven't figured it out yet so i'm not going to do it but maybe one day we can encourage him and if we get enough people from all over the world then maybe you know to join the quiz then maybe he'll be he'll be more uh, keen to do it in front of a better audience but i just so i just thought i'd throw that in there but yeah fellow lounge quiz group My if you fancy a quiz on a sunday night can I throw something on the end um, of that, though? Yeah, okay, all right. My, yeah, you can. my experience of being good enough to do things in front of other people is that the moment you do something in front of someone else, you're good enough to do it. Yes. So until you put yourself out there in front of people, it's it, you're always going to hit that hurdle of going like, I'm not, and I'm digging a bigger hole. No, I understand what you say. Yeah, I understand. But the other thing, by the same token, when you do it for the first time in front of people, you also realise, or you think that you've got more inadequacies than perhaps you have because you're no, you start to self-analyze a lot more um, initially i think that would be a, a thing i would say yeah maybe yeah maybe okay we have to and are you doing those lessons time. online mark no mark are you doing, doing those lessons online no i was doing okay. them in person but i've stopped doing them for the moment because she the tangy's a yeah. little bit older than i am and she's self-isolating okay. and yeah. i've asked her to do it via skype but she doesn't know how to use skype Quite ah. like that, yeah. So we'll get there. Definitely, Fair I think. Fair oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Rich, how about you? I mean, I know you've you've invested quite a lot of time in the seaboard uh, kind of instrument. Have you, is there anything else that sort of has? There, I'm not hearing it, but it it looks. I great. know. I, know. <laughs> I, you know, what, I, I else? probably could route it there now. I have to look into that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, anything else? No, route not really. It. I, I, I. Pardon. What do you mean, route? I've had, 
Like you can ship it via mail or something? No, 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 no. Uh, Send it into uh, the feed. electronically, getting it to go out oh, right. uh, yeah, through yeah. the feed properly. It's viable. Yeah, uh, instead of straight into my interface, which is where it is right now. Anyway, um, so I'm hearing it in all its glory, but uh, I, no, well, I've done some little keyboard things. It's not been uh, easy for me creatively this last yeah. month. Um, no, I, I think and, I get that. Uh, and uh, the work I need to do really requires me to be uh, creative. And um, so I've started certain aspects of that. And I've done certain isolated individual projects people have asked me to do, usually involving playing keyboards. But uh, not really reinvesting in... Th I mean, I play guitar every day, but I've played guitar every day before. Um, I probably play that thing a few times a day, and I probably play some piano most days. So I just try to keep uh in it to the extent that i can but i'm not feeling i'm not uh, i do i have a tremendous amount of work to do and it's very important work and i just need to get to a place where i can do it yeah i can totally feel that i mean and i think uh if it's any use i mean the thing that i found helped and i've been flacked for this at all is just to cut down on my monitoring of news yeah. and current events because it, it just helps you yeah brings you back to kind of this stuff but but we'll not get into that i've banged on about it enough mm -hmm. uh, what about you ty i mean you as you were saying well, last time you were on you were kind of discovering and you were saying right i'm going to sit down with this instrument uh, what's the thing that's kind of popped into your uh, into your consciousness and perhaps you spend more than that particular session with or whatever well i, I have been i have been doing what i said i i was going to do and have been doing so i literally would pick a new synth every, every day and go and spend at least three or four hours just delving into it. And some of them I knew, you know, some of them are old friends that I, I know really well. Um, some of them are things that I didn't really know that well at all, really. And um, there have been a few surprises. There's been there's been quite a few instruments that I just go, why, why on earth didn't I, you know, kind of know more about this and use it more? Some quite obvious ones. Um one that's been a real surprise is do you remember the Arturia Origin? Do you remember the yes. Origin? Yes, yes, I reviewed that a long time back. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that, yeah, I've had that since it came out and not really delved that deeply into it. Oh my god, what a machine! I mean, that that definitely suffered the the age old thing of the presets that came with it weren't that great, basically, and so no one really kind of could see the the worth of it, and everyone thought it was just a load of VSTs in a um, you know, they're the Arturia plugins, but in a, in a box. But um, when you really delve deep into it, the fact that you could take any oscillator from any of the models with any of the filters from any of the models and any of the VC, you know, and piece them together like a modular with as many oscillators or as many filters or whatever as the, the you know, the CPU could cope with. Uh, God, it's, it's, it's a fantastic piece of gear. And that's just, that's just sat there not being used a lot for... Did it get any ages. OS updates? Has it had any kind of ongoing maintenance releases one, or anything? No, nah, it went to one point, I think it was 1.3. I think they stopped in about 2012. Um, but uh, but it's just an amazing bit of gear. And, and I kind of looked online. A lot of people have had some tech issues with it, you know, hardware issues. But touch wood, um, mine's fine. And that's that's re that really shocked me. And then there's some that, you know, kind of uh, Akai AX80, Found one of those. That sounds beautiful. Sounds a lot better than the Juno. Oh, they have really um, nice, yeah. Beautiful synth. Really, it's so underrated. Um, Oberheim OB12. There, that you know, kind of. I've got a couple of those, and I hadn't played with those for ages. Um, um, so yeah, loads of just finding. Oh, all, all the Dreadbox stuff. I'm suddenly getting having a lot oh, of yeah. Dreadbox at the moment. That's so. I've, I've had a. I've got a Mermox Mermox V2. And uh, the abyss, and uh, I've been playing with all of these, and I've, I've def definitely come to the conclusion that in terms of vintage, modern vintage analog, the best of the bunch are definitely Dreadbox and um, and Analog Solutions. I've you know kind of been playing with their Fuse Box quite a lot, which is gorgeous. And I, I think I told you before we came on, I bought a I bought a Polyen Medusa, which has the Dreadbox engine that I've been playing with. Um, uh, recently, and that's that's really surprised me because I wasn't expecting to enjoy that so much. But what I will say is one thing that I did at the weekend, um, which is heaven, and it really was heaven, 
is that, okay, listen to this for a, I, I suddenly, you know, and every now and again, you'll use a synth, but it doesn't really matter what synth you put into it. You basically just, it's the whole guitarist with their guitar pedal rig. So, um, I, so I started off with my, I think I told you my 2600 arrived a couple of months ago. So I started off with the 2600 and then I had that going into a whole load of Moogafugas and then all the Strymon pedals and then into an Eventide H9000 <laughs> and then, and then came out. Now in terms of overkill, Brilliant. I did really, I generally came to the conclusion. It made no difference what that first synth had been. It could have been a Casio VL tone. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. but what was coming out the other end was just heavenly. It was just amazing. And so I think I've told you, I'm kind of changing studio and stripping it down. Um, I'm actually doing a whole setup where all it is, there's going to just be a chain a Moogafugas, Strymons, and then a 9,000 at the end. And everything can be patched into that chain. Oh, and the analog chain. heat as well. Yeah. And the analog oh. heat as well. Right. Yeah. Oh, that sounds, cool. that sounds like a nice was, chain. Awesome. It was yeah. beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But so that was, <laughs> but the problem is with that is I've got work to do. You know, I told you I've got midget stuff to do. And every, every, every hour I'm spending. Well, you've got to wait. Oh, you've got to wait 15 minutes, at least 15 I, or 20 I, seconds I for what? the reverb to tail off, right? Before you can. <laughs> 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 I, I, just, I yeah. don't know. I don't think you need to worry about that. I've been building a website. And my wife came in and she was saying to me, what, why are you playing music? What are you doing? And I think there's a mathematical process that goes on in your brain in terms of like sorting complex logical things and using music to sort those complex logical things that I think it's great to just stop and make music. And I know your, your job is creating music for someone, but it's probably a more logical process than the creative process you're doing when you're playing with the pedals. So I think you're unpacking something about your creativity when you play with the pedals that you then go back to what you've been doing in, in terms of your day job and it will just, something will open and unflow from that. Unflow? Is that I can, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but totally, it definitely, absolutely. Something to be said for that those timeout moments are the moments that give you like new seeds for creativity. Yeah, we've talked about this before, haven't we, with the idea that totally agree. playtime effectively, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and Mark's hit the nail on the head. I totally agree, Mark. You've, every word you've said is spot on. Because or just doing that, as much as it's, you know, most of it is just oral heaven and you're just, it's just gorgeous. And you're not really, it's for no reason. It's just messing. That's all it is. It's playing, it's messing, it's twiddling knobs. It's, you know, yeah. it's all of solving that. Solving problems the, as well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and then when you come back to, Neural you know, kind of I go back, yes and then when i go back to doing midi stuff i'm kind of you know my it's another part of my head that's being that's being used basically but yeah, at but, the same time but you're you're fighting I'm, over the reverb length on uh, on all the effects that you're setting up on the midi yeah. mixes <laughs> can we add a little bit more i know rich do you i, I don't know whether you go for that uh, i mean because you're a player i mean i know i know that uh, ty's a player as well but sometimes you know just just the, the the texture of sound you can build up with some of those massive modulated reverb effects just get you into a almost a sort of hypnotic state and it's kind of quite it's quite cathartic. I mean, that's probably why I do it because it 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 it, uh, it stops me from thinking about that I can't actually play particularly well. So I can just kind of play something that's got nice notes in it, and then they'll all resonate for hours. <laughs> that's what I tend to think. Oh, it's been something that's interested me for decades and decades. I love doing this with ah. whatever available gear. Literally, I remember doing this at Kingdom Sound Studios in 1983 with the available gear there. And there was great gear there. Um, it, it, you know, today, obviously, the tools are completely different. But striving for interesting and unusual ambiences to enhance whatever it is you're doing, something I've been interested in for my whole life, <laughs> as long as well, there's been ambience in my head. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I can recommend, actually, if you're looking for something that's uh, maybe cheap and affordable and a bit of hardware, that little uh, Korg NTS-1, I reviewed it. The effects algorithms in there are great fun. It's like 99 bucks. Oh, I see. And, oh, that's, cool. got, and that's got the Minilog XD uh, effects in it. What's that noise there? Oh, it's your pipes, isn't it? 
yeah, I, I should add, the heat. External, I should add. It's nothing to do with your uh, internal pipes. There, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be a very no, different. No, no, no. That would be a very different sound, I believe. Alexa, play a fart. No, never mind. That. <laughs> As anyone's going off anywhere. Um, uh, yeah, for me, uh, I have, like I said, I haven't had much time. But before I did, I started with the. Uh, you can't see it there. It's behind the screen. But the Soma Pulsar Twenty Three. That drum machine. Uh, uh, the more I play with it, and it, it seems like a lot of money. You know, it's like fifteen hundred euros, fifteen hundred bucks or something. And you think, oh wow, for four drum voices. But man, the amount of utilities, routing potential is it's 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 like a mushroom cloud of kind of uh, possibilities. It's astonishing. And I, I was playing a bit with it uh, at the beginning of last show when I was trying to sort of do a, a four a four bass drum and just messing around with it. And you can, you, it gets you there real quick. And I'm not that guy, you know. But I felt like what I had was, you know, it was fine. And uh, yeah, that's 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 what I've been enjoying. I'm, I'm I think I'm going to break the try and break the when I get time anyway to break it into bits because it's just it would be almost impossible to do in a single review because it's. Just I've so ordered. Much to... I've ordered mine. I've Have ordered. you? I don't blame you, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I think it's... I know Matt Hodson said he's got one and maybe coming next week. He he got early on the yeah. list. And they yeah. are... I mean, they're just oh, really quite astonishing. My, the Any, biggest decision was what colour to have it in. That what colour did you go for? White. Uh... I, I got the orange one here. But so. I know, I know that. I went for white. Um, well, it makes sense. So. You got white stuff there as well. You know, well, I can't. That was the only. That was the reason in the end. Right. <laughs> um, okay. Right. What's the? What else have we got? Um, oh yeah, this is another one that I was wondering about. This is this sort of notion of sort of guilty pleasure. You know, is there something that you do that uh, perhaps? Uh, you wouldn't normally, I mean, obviously keep this clean, folks. I mean, for me, I'll say, you know, what I found is, I found that it's this, uh, it's just like a Scrabble app on my phone and you can just take on random people. And so I've been playing loads of Scrabble and that's like, I don't feel guilty about it, oh, but it's cool. sort of maybe something that's a bit different to what I would normally do. And I just wondered if anybody else you, had any other, any of any, because it's like a strategy for filling time and doing stuff. Mark? Have you seen eight out of cats do countdown? I don't, I, I ten cat. Cat. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's a TV, ITV program. Yeah. That's one of my new guilty pleasures. I discovered Joe Wilkinson, who I'd never seen before, who uh, bizarrely looks like my ex-wife's husband a little bit. Well, I think he does. She doesn't. But, um, but that's not my main guilty pleasure. Um, my main guilty pleasure is exercise. And I, yeah. I looked on the internet and I discovered that riding a motorcycle is considered to be a really good form of exercise. <laughs> <laughs> so my guilty pleasure, I've I've got a 1200cc Buell in my garage, which I haven't ridden for two and a half years because I've been doing the shop. And then I think a few days before the lockdown happened, I always close on Mondays anyway, and I went to my wife, I'm just going to go and sort the bike out. So I put fresh fuel in it, sorted it all out. And then uh, we kind of got an inkling that the lockdown was coming. So I just rang up the MOT station. And at this time of year, you can never, ever get a bike MOT'd because everyone's doing it. I rang up and said, can I book in for an MOT? And he goes, um, well, when do you want to do it? And I said, how about now? And he goes, yeah, bring it over. Went over, got the MOT. Uh, the lockdown happened, and I start, I, go, I decided that I'd go and do some exercise on my motorcycle and went <laughs> riding around. And there's this nice <laughs> on the road. I'm not, not wow. going particularly fast. I'm just kind of bumbling around the country lanes on it. And it's... what. It's kind of freaky in a way. Twelve out of twelve. Okay, how 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 fast is not very fast on a twelve hundred cc motorcycle? Oh, <laughs> plodding like 50, 60 miles an hour. Okay, allegedly right. not fast though. Yeah. Wow. But also, do you remember which, when we was... were kids and there was always that? Can you remember the zombie holocaust thing we used to talk about at school? And it'd be like, if there was a zombie holocaust, what would you do? Oh, I'd run around and I'd steely-type jaguars and I'd roar around the country lanes and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So I remember having those conversations at school, having the reality of it unfold in front of, unfold in front of me and realising I'm the only person on the road for miles. I kind of came to this junction, couldn't decide whether to go left or right, and found myself bursting into tears. And it was like, this isn't how I imagined it. <laughs> wow. It was so alien. Wow. About, like, just nobody for miles. It was like, oh, my God, this is, like, really, really eerie. And, it, and yeah, so I burst into tears. What I'd love to know is, I'd love to know what website it is you went on that said that 
that motorcycling is is exercise. Was that uh-huh. motorbikesrus.com or no. we love motorbikes.com or I did check that it was on many it's on many websites. I've checked this. If you type in motorcycling as a form of exercise, you'll find at least yeah. a Google page and a half or more of hit. So sponsored by Yamaha. Any... verified it in many no. places, I decided it must be true. Was, was there any of them that had .gov at the end, though? That's the big question. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling. Probably um, not. not. <laughs> Maybe I'll... Don't worry about it, Mark. I'm with you. you know what's the you. worst part about it, though? My bike is so unbelievably loud, like everything else in my life, that I... Uh, the second time i went out i think i came down glastonbury high street and i was coming there's a bit above glastonbury called bove town funny that isn't it called Town, like that as i was coming down there i thought god this bike so loud i switched it off and i rolled down bove town rolled down the high street to the bottom because i was just so Singing. embarrassed it was drawing so much attention <laughs> <laughs> okay this is like, it's beyond what I, even i'm comfortable with Oh, excellent. Uh, well, that, <laughs> thanks for that, Rich. Uh, that was brilliant. Um, Rich, what about you? I mean, you, I know you like to cook, don't you? You're kind of a uh, barbecue yeah. guy. Well, I hope you are, because I've bought you barbecue gifts for the last couple of Christmases. They're probably ending up great in a cupboard one. somewhere that you're never going to No, get. they're great, oh, and I use them. They're excellent. wonderful. I'm so pleased to hear that. So what? I, I, do you have a kind of uh, a guilty pleasure that you're, uh, maybe outside of music, that you've discovered that, that you've kind of, you know, I don't know, sneak to the bottom of the garden and smoke a cigarette? I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, 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 no. But, but, uh, well, I'm constantly doing mental exercise type things like crossword puzzles and Sudokus and things like ah, okay. that. Um, and always, always am. Um, and then again, one or two other stupid games on the computer that just, you know, make, take my, have caught my interest over the years. But, uh, and the cooking and then the learning. I'm constantly like researching things that interest me. And it's kind of what I've done all my life. And it keeps my life interesting and I can do it on a laptop as well as I can do it anywhere else, you know, and, uh, and it just keeps me quite mentally occupied that way. As we said before, this whole social distancing thing is somewhat familiar to us all. And then playing instruments, uh, just having, in other words, I, I don't mind just picking something up. The creativity block isn't there. It's just having to make a record at the moment out of something that's, uh, needs to be clarified. Uh, that needs a space in my head. Yeah, I know. Yeah. To create yet. However, I have begun to apply. Uh, speaking of guilty pleasures, console one to this process, and I'm really excited about that. And uh, it also loosely ties into one of the other topics on your list because uh, one of the softwares I'm looking forward to running on it is available for that. Which is that just actually, Rich, you, you've just reminded me that uh, I should probably run the ad because I completely forgot about it. We're having so much oh, fun. Right. So I probably should uh, actually just sort of say, uh, do do the isotope thing. Um, and, and I will do that now. Oh, so that one. Okay. That one. Okay. So stand by. Building on a 17-year legacy in audio mastering, Ozone 9 brings balance to your mix with never-before-seen processing for low-end, real-time instrument separation, and lightning-fast workflows powered by machine learning. Expect lower CPU usage and shorter startup times with Ozone 9 compared to Ozone 8. Experience fluid metering in a fully resizable environment that lets you track the most subtle details of your audio. Use more plugins at once, mix while you master without worrying about slowdowns or dropouts. And immerse yourself in a smooth, modern experience designed to keep you in your creative flow. As you can see, Ozone 9 is the fastest way to get your master off the ground. Thank you so much for watching. Be sure to check out our other videos and head to isotope.com to learn more about mixing and mastering and to download your free trial of Ozone 9. Indeed, please do. Uh, that's uh, something you can win directly from us. Um, well, from Isotope through us. And well, actually, we've got uh, a competition again for this week. And this week's competition, I'm looking for. This is a Twitter competition. You just tweet these these phrases. Uh, we're looking for the hashtag Intelligent Audio. That's one word. Intelligent Audio and the hashtag Ozone Nine to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. That's the hashtag Intelligent Audio and the hashtag Ozone Nine Number Nine to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. And you can win a copy of of Isotope 
Ozone 9 Advance. In fact, we have a winner from last week, and it's, uh, uh, I think, uh, somebody, from, a lady from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, called Yana, who uh, is a singer-songwriter and all-round, music all-round, and she tweeted the requisite hashtags for last week's show, which is fantastic. So, uh, now, I'm... Uh, I, I, it's not something I have to pronounce, I guess. That's not a word. So, at Y-L-L-W-F-V-R-2, at Y-L-L-W-F-V-R-2. If you want to get in touch, uh, Isotope will be able to bestow Isotope Ozone 9 Advanced upon you. There we go. Uh, Ty, did I come to you for your guilty pleasure? I can't remember if I did no, or not. Or, no, are no, you... no, no. Well, no. I, I mean, so, someone, uh, a friend said last week, oh, you know, how are you getting on? Are you bored yet? As if, I mean, as if I could possibly get bored. I'll never be bored to the day I die. I've always got stuff to be getting on with and doing. But in terms of proper guilty pleasure, um, with a nine-year-old daughter uh, entertaining me, playing Exploding Kittens. If you've never played Exploding Kittens, that's that's a bit of a guilty pleasure. Um, everyone should play it. Um but no, I mean, I'll tell you what I have done, which is completely unlike me. And I've, I mean, these hands have never done a proper day's work in their life ever. They're literally like baby hands. My dad was a car mechanic and had really rough, you know, kind of um, urban hands. And uh, these are just like they've never done anything. And yet um, this week I actually used a jet washer and uh, a lawnmower. Wow. No, okay. That may seem nothing. Getting that, out that there. May seem nothing. That may seem nothing to people. Anyone that knows me know that that's that, that's not me in my natural habitat. That I felt feral. Um, <laughs> it's just I actually genuinely, genuinely, I actually took I actually took a photo of my hands because they had mud on them and like green grass. You know, when green grassy stuff they go green. I know that you're just thinking, of course they do, you idiot. But for me, this is a new phenomenon and. Uh, they were kind of green and dirty, and I took a photo and sent it to a load of friends who just couldn't believe that it was me. Um, so I did that and fitted all the things for a robot lawnmower thing. Cause, uh, but what I found hilarious was, uh, so before you can get set up the, uh, the, the robot lawnmower, you have to cut the lawn with a normal lawnmower. Yeah, well, it can't handle deep. It can't handle tall, tall no, grass. Don't no, start, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Don't no. start. Don't start throwing this at me now. I had no. I wasn't aware of this situation. <laughs> in my head, put it in the garden, pressed on, and it did it. But no, 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 no. You have to cut it down so short. So before I set up the lawnmower, I had, had to, to mow the lawn. Ah, uh, so okay. These are these these are big life changing things. I tell you. So there is. You know, there, I, I have um, to say though, Ty, there is a, there is a sort of. <laughs> it's something good for one's soul in doing manual labour once in a while. I mean, I, I laid some bricks this weekend because, I mean, I used to be a landscape gardener and a builder and all of those kind of things in my past. So I've got, I've got, you know, I know, I understand the 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 the, the, the DIY and the, you know that kind of thing. It's sort of part of what I do. You know, I build stuff and shelves and wardrobes and stuff like that, and I enjoy doing that sort of thing. And that's the sort of thing that I, you know, digging a hole or whatever. That's that's also very good for one's soul. Doing just a, a, whoa, 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 a, Nick. A, 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 also, you know, I'm just... no, don't 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 pass on your craze to me. You want to think that? That's fine. But, but as I said to a friend, you must feel so much better for doing it. No, I bloody don't feel better. I had to wash my hands more yeah. than normal. Oh, you know, I, I had to shower. Yeah. Oh well, I'm so, I'm <laughs> sorry for your last time, but it's worth trying. Honestly, trust me. Um, uh, but you need but to get some vinyl gloves. If you can buy vinyl gloves anyway, you need vinyl gloves. That's your next step. Can I point out? I can I point out genuinely? I then went on Amazon the next day and bought a pack of gloves. And because I have no knowledge Yay! of this, I can decide which type I needed. I bought three different types, one of which I thought was a bit OTT because are they called, what's it called, a, a grafter's glove or a... I don't know. Uh, I don't use gloves. Whatever, these really thick, I don't know, these really thick ones. So I bought three different... Um, <laughs> weights, glove weights, called. yeah. yeah. Oh, bantam weight, medium weight and heavyweight, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Manual gloves and I have never met before and so this ah. is a new thing for me. So, Excellent. you know... Well, so, I can, I, I can, yeah. Sometimes 
Well, I'm glad you're discovering some new stuff anyway. So anyway, Rich, uh, what you were talking about with SoftTube uh, kind of is interesting because I think there is a vi I've got a video here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, what video was it? Number three. So this was uh, SoftTube of new, new plugin. So I think these are based on Chandler hardware, new channel strip. Uh, the uh, what's it called? It's called the Zen Zenabender, Zen Limiter Dynamics, and there's an EQ as well. It looks a bit like Chandler stuff. Well, I'm not sure. This is very heavily modelled to the component level. I mean, you know, these are sort of top draw, high uh, CPU using. Um, Plugins, and, and they're quite expensive, but I know that Ty has some experience with them as well. So, big producer stuff. I guess, Rich, these are going to appeal to you because they tie in with the whole console one. Have you gone for the faders as well yet, or are you sticking just with the console one console bit? I have not gone the faders yet, not because I don't want to, because I just haven't figured out where the heck to put them. But um, but uh, no, I haven't gone with the faders. But as relates to this thing being expensive, it is until you buy it. I think it's 130 bucks for console one, which is not bad. Um, I was so two or if, if you, the console one version, I think, which can be bought separately. Ah, ah, okay. I understand. I see. I see what you mean. Because I, I, I'm just trying to look for it now because I can't. Uh, the channel limited Zena. Yeah, I mean, uh, four four nine euros for the. I guess that's for the full plug-in version. But yeah, okay. I may have gotten that wrong, and if okay. I did, I apologize. No, you haven't. To that's right. No, that's that's right. All right. That's right. I mean, that's top draw. I mean, you know, that's not because when when I saw that, I thought, oh, that looks cool. And I thought, wow, that's expensive for a soft a piece of software processing. I mean, it's really premium, and and it may well be worth that. But it was just, I was quite surprised at the cost to it. But I'm guessing there's a lot to it. Ty, and then you chipped in because you weren't on that week, and we were going to run it in the topics, and we didn't in the end. But you said, actually, I've tried. The, they are amazing, right? Yeah. I mean, this is about the the so the the soft tube um, uh, as ported the EQ section is ported directly from the UAD version because uh, soft tube did the UAD version, which the EQ section sounds are just incredible. And I have to I've say, soft tube generally. Okay. What well, UAD? Right, Mark. How does that even how does that okay. even work? It's got knobs. It's got knobs that attenuate and knobs that. Add gain, right? Well, that's like Pultec, isn't it? It's the same sort of principle, yeah. I guess. Totally yeah. incomprehensible. But... I don't understand how they work at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> but they're... Uh, I, I honestly, the main, hold on, Mark. Like just hold on a sec. Whip. Okay. <laughs> Go on, then. Explain it. Then. <laughs> the, the, main thing, the, the main thing is um, about uh, the, this stuff is, that, you know, it's not, it's not cheap. Um, and you could turn around and say it's expensive, but in this particular instance, it's actually four plugins. So you get the console version, you get the just the EQ, just the limiter, and the combined uh, channel strip. Um, but all I can say is, I don't want to come down hard on any other manufacturers, but there are certain manufacturers out there who I think I said to you, Nick, that basically it's almost like they're the DFS of the plug-in world where... Which is cut um, price sofas, if anyone was wondering. It's, yeah, basically. Oh, sorry, yes. It's, so it's, <laughs> there's always a sale on. And they're, all of their plugins are like, you know, $30 or $40 max and all this kind of thing. And it's and they always, always turn around and say, you know, retail price is meant to be 300 and you can have it for $29 and, and that kind of thing. And I'm not putting down those plugins because a lot of them are, are, are great and do the job really well. But... Um, you can, in my, from, from the way I use them to my ears, you can tell the difference between those plugins, which have a, a, a lovely, you know, kind of graphical interface, but sound reasonable and sound okay, to the plugins where there's a lot of, as you said, it's gone down to com completely component modeling, and um, they just sound there sound wise it's it's a lot more authentic and a lot more realistic and the soft tube stuff very much falls into that category so although yes it's not cheap 
in terms of quality you know and it's just another one of those cases of if you if you want the real quality you kind of have to pay for it sadly right mark has his hand up there in the corner so i'll bring him out i could just bring him in i just want to say that's why i like ableton because in ableton everything's gray you've got these little <laughs> pointy things and you don't have to use those pictorial vi uh, visual interfaces because i think what tends to happen with things like I've, if I use Logic and I put that drum kit up and it's on the carpet and I start like putting the drum beats together or whatever, I think, wow, this thing sounds really amazing. We have this visual override thing where our visual overrides our auditory. And then we think something sounds better than it is because we've got this amazing picture in front of us. Wow, it looks just like a Jupiter 8. Oh, it kind of sounds right. Yeah, yeah, it's great. You listen back later and it's like, no, hang on a minute. Was that the right plugin? Was I and it's, I think, visual override. That's an interesting. We thought, have to yeah. be aware of that a lot in this game. Or the numbers on sliders when you're doing a mix. I'll just turn up. Oh yeah, minus four dB. Yeah, that's about right. I end up getting caught out by the number instead of like listening with my ears. So sometimes just shut your eyes and just don't look at the bloody thing or get rid of the visual interface somehow. That's a fair point. Yeah, that's I think that as a point that that as a is a totally fair point because I've said I've said for years now um, uh, when I was working on hardware sequencers, um, it you know kind of right back to the MPCs and ASQ10s and all that kind of thing. There was no visual, you had no visual interaction. You just had a list of numbers and and um, you, you just use your ears. But the difference is you don't you don't have to exactly as Mark said. You don't when I'm using a, a door, you know, I rarely quantize stuff because I use door as more just it's almost just like a, a multi-track tape recorder. And when I'm messing with synths and whatever, I I it's actually one of the few benefits I have of not having great eyesight because a lot of the time when I'm messing with synth plugins, I take my glove so i haven't got a clue what the numbers say to be fair i'm just picking a random knob and turning oh, wow, it okay. and that's an interesting idea so so it's just i don't i don't it's it's true what mark says don't get hung up on what your eyes are telling you because at the end of the day when the person listens to the mix at the end of the day they're not using their eyes at all all they're doing is using your their ears to listen to the final mix the final master the final everything so when you're writing it you should only be using your ears and you shouldn't be looking at notes to see oh that's a bit early that's a bit late does it sound early does it sound late I mean, when I'm using, for example, when I'm doing all the big string things and they're using lots of staccato strings, the reality is that because of all the, the multiples of samples, none of the, they very, very rarely can be metronomic because of the nature of each individual sample. So all I'm using constantly is just my ears to find out if they're in time or don't sound in time. So I would honestly turn around never get hung up on visuals, yeah. exactly, exactly as Mark said. It makes a huge difference. Rich, Rich, uh, sorry, can I just come to Rich there? Um, yeah, yeah. So, Rich, because um, you use the console, and the, the, quite often console has, you're not looking at the GUI at all because the GUI is kind of hidden behind another window or whatever, or there's a different, isn't there a different uh, GUI that can come up that when you're using console, console one, the actual hardware, so you're focusing more on, you know, what's in front of you hardware-wise than what's going on on the screen. Am I right in, in that? The GUI in... Console one doesn't change depending on what kind of emulation you're running. It, it, it right. only changes with respect to the controls being offered in that particular yeah. emulation, but not visually with respect to backplate and coloring and all of that sort of layout thing. It's all uh, falling within their soft tube architecture. And in the beginning, I thought that was odd and it kind of felt uncomfortable to me to be calling up a UA plugin that purports to be emulating something and not seeing it the way UA presented it. However, I have since come to appreciate the value in doing it this way in terms of it matching with the, the knob arrangement that you're working with and it actually works a lot faster and better this way for me anyway. Um, and as regards uh, pretty pictures on a screen, um, Mark knows this about me well. Uh, I don't care what it looks like. Um, it, if it looks fancy and it sounds great, well, so much the better. But uh, it better sound great. Um, and this goes back to the 90s when a company called Bomb Factory used to make emulated plugins for Pro Tools that were dressed up to look like uh, classic pieces of hardware. And they basically didn't sound like those classic pieces of hardware. And uh, since that time, 
uh, things have in some cases gotten better. Most of my favorite software is not stuff that's designed to look like the faceplate of a piece of studio equipment I've been using since the mid fifties, but, um, <laughs> but uh, the 1850s, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but, uh, you know, it's fine if it does. And what interested me about the Chandler thing is the fact that in the demos, it sounds spectacular. Good Lord. It sounds mm -hmm. great. Um, and a lot of the stuff I'm using from Softo, both in the console one environment and not, I'm really starting to enjoy. For example, their uh, tape emulation software, which I believe is very cleverly called tape, um, is uh, outstanding and offers really, really great kind of, it's another mojo box, you know, it's just something that gives you some mojo. And apparently if you have the fader version of console one, you can run it uh, as their drive. Um, you can run it in place of the normal drive uh, thing that comes with your console emulation that you're running. Um, I, do that I think their mod, I think their modular runs, their modular synth sounds spectacular. <laughs> there it is. They do that one. I don't know if it does that one. That would be a specialist. That looks like this tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Mark's got his own tape modeling system. Yeah. It's a Grundig. <laughs> Grundig. A Grundig. That's a really interesting. No, that's an interesting point, though, Rich. I mean, and I think, but by the same token, I mean, obviously, if you're trying to sell this stuff, it's very hard to convey what it sounds like with a with a with an image or an ad or a way. You know, th then you only really get you know to choose. So there has to be some. You know, there, there's going to be a, a, a gooey so side of it. You know, like this looks this looks great. I mean, it looks really good, and you think I'll bet yeah. that sounds great. I mean, it's, and it's good that it does. So that that kind of works. Well, it does provide a certain comfort level having a nice looking gooey for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's yeah. just straight up marketing, normal yeah. marketing one hundred and one stuff. But but. Uh, whether it delivers the goods is the, is where we're dwelling right now. Yeah. And uh, I, at least based on the demo, I haven't it, used it yet, but I'm looking forward it to does. it. It does. Can so. I just say, though, the one thing, the one thing to bear in mind, though, there's a couple of things that aren't on the console one version. If you if you just buy the console one version, um, the I think the uh, the LF and the HF, I think, are still the original models. They're not based on the Chandler. There's none of the mid side, and there's no external side chain. They're only available on the native plugin, just so you know. So there's a couple of things that aren't on the console one um, version. That's why they include the console one version with the um, full package with the ah, native. I see. But, okay. but it does. It it you know. But it it. I, I mean, Rich is totally right about all the console um, stuff that um, it's and and you're right as well, Nick. That it's difficult to convey quite how much of a, a difference it makes to your work workflow until you actually use one and that's always a difficult sell for people because you know it's um it's it's tough because it's one of those that you need you need to use it to suddenly go oh my god i can't live without this now which i'm, I'm sure rich will agree with the console stuff is um uh, once you get two used of to it, my like Two of my dearest friends who are engineers both came, to, uh, both showed up having it in front of them. And I said, how do you like that thing? And they both raved to me about it. And that's what got me initially interested. And yeah, as with yeah, they just, it's, all... it's great. Yeah. yeah it's oh, great. well, good. Uh, yeah. This is, this actually, I'm, unfortunately, this isn't sponsored by SoftTube. Maybe I should talk to them. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> we, should probably, <laughs> we should figure out a way to get something out of it for everybody. Anyway, I'm glad it, we've, uh, we've cleared that up. And it's been an interesting chat about the, uh, the visual side of it. Um, I, we're actually at that, that time when it sort of feels like it's about time to wrap anything, wrap, wrap things up, but it's been lovely to have you uh, while we have rich. Great to see you and uh, very much look forward to talking very to nice. you again soon. Uh, and I hope you, uh, hope you enjoy uh, the, the rest of your time. Um, and the sun is starting to shine. And so, you know, outside is a nice place to be too. We got, a, we've had a really nice yeah. bit of weather here, so it's been really good. Yeah. I mean, fortunately we have a very small garden, but it is, I've got to know my neighbours really well, so that's great. And my, my what the neighbour uh, on the left hand side, as you look up the hill, is uh, is a is a South African barbecue nut, and he ordered some really amazing American uh, braising beef stuff that I'm having tonight. 
and I had last week, and it's cool. the most delicious food. But I'm not, I don't I get to eat much meat these days because my daughter's vegetarian and we just, it makes it easier. But I'm really looking forward to that. It's my supper tonight. Wow. So, yeah, that's one of the other advantages. You sort of get to know the people in your immediate vicinity because they're the people you're stuck with, you know, and um, yeah, they're, they're really good cooks. Uh, but yes, lovely to have you, Rich. And also, Mr. Mark Tinley, nice to see you there and uh, get you hooked up. I'm glad to hear things are all right. And uh, the singing yeah. is coming along, and you get to zoom around the country on your uh, massive motorcycle i think that's singing. awesome singing yeah that's even yeah. better that's, that, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna live with that in my mind I, if i hear someone singing on a bike i know it will be you perhaps you know what else is cool about this i've got to know my dad a bit better which is really cool just through having conversations like shit mate you might die yeah we should have a chat and have we left anything unsaid and we just had this really kind of nice conversation same with my uh children as well my grown-up children i've had chats with them about stuff we probably wouldn't normally discuss yeah and my mum my mum's a jehovah's witness and she's learned how to use zoom on the computer because they're doing the meetings on zoom so wow that's fabulous well, yeah, my mother has uh, embraced technology. She's now playing Scrabble. She's joined the Velo quiz group and watching the quiz. You know, she's come along leaps and bounds in technology. So all of these, this is, like I say, this is part of the new normal. This is, will all form part of society as we go ahead. But lovely to have you on, Mark, anyway. And uh, all the best yeah, to you and your you family much. and everybody. And also, Mr. Ty Unwin, lovely to see you too. I'm glad you're still enjoying working your way through your synths and spending your time efficacely. Absolutely. I will do my best to, and I'll try to do as little gardening and jet washing as possible. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, um, anyway, <laughs> folks, I guess it's time to do the big wave goodbye. I want to say thank you very much, everybody, for watching. Thank you all out there. Stay safe, stay well, and uh, um, we'll all make it through together, and we'll see you out the other side. Take care, everybody. That's it for this time. Bye-bye now.